Hello there, this is Keisha Lacey, your podcast horror host of the Random Horror Show. Thank you for listening to this rinky-dink train wreck of a podcast coming straight out, straight out of East Texas. Better known as the Iron Pine Curtain. And tonight's rant, this is not going to be a whole podcast, this is going to be a fucking rant about something that has... Uh, got my attention and everything and of course I like to thank my friend Roger Ann of bringing this up this morning which had me hot and pissed I am beyond pissed beyond pissivity uh, you're gonna hear the hood the redneck the country uh, coming out of my motherfucking ass and you're like what in the heck is she raving about you know what you, 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 you know, for you horror fans out there, horror enthusiasts, enthusiasts all out there. The article, which thank you uh, for Wow Such Gaming on YouTube that has really pointed this out and everything. And for her to like show this uh, to a group that I'm, I'm in that, guess what? These hoes done lost their damn mind. These hoes have lost their damn mind. And the reason why I'm going to rant on this and everything, in which the guy makes very solid valid points, is Train to Busan is getting an American remake? Question mark. Oh, no. No, uh uh-uh. No. That's not happening, Captain. That's not happening, Captain. Okay? I'm sitting here clapping and shit. is because that's some fighting words. That is some fighting words right there. And such wild gaming, he did uh, an amazing breakdown of why they should not be in an American version of Trade to Busan. And of course, my friend made so many valid points, her damn self, of reason why this should not even be a remake to be thought about or whatsoever into existence. The reason why is because Trade to Busan is already a perfect horror zombie movie okay it's perfect it's perfect that it's korean it's perfect that it has subtitles it's perfect because of the storyline it's perfect there's no change there does not need to be in an american version why 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 you say that why you say that have you noticed these fucking remakes that American, uh, 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 the movie system have been putting out lately, they're shit. They're shit. You, we don't, we didn't need a RoboCop, a remake of RoboCop because that shit sucked. Okay, it was RoboCop, nineteen eighty-eight, with Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, Kirkwood Smith. Okay, played Red Foreman on that '70s show. He was the baddest ass villain on RoboCop. RoboCop is basically Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in a science fiction horror screenwriting that was translated beautifully and perfectly by Paul Voorhees. Okay? Why would you want to make an American version of this beautiful? lovely korean horror movie 
Why? Because they were turning to shit. Um, first point that, uh, like I said, and I totally agree with the guy who did a video over this, is why in the hell you want to turn everything into English, okay? Oh, it's because the people don't like to read subtitles, okay? I'm going to like put it like it is, and I may sound fucking pretentious, and guess what? I am a little bit pretentious and everything, but I don't mean no harm. That's something that I am. Um, fuck it. Um, I accept it, and I'm rolling with it and everything else because that's part of me. People do not like to read. I've noticed this right here. People don't like to read subtitles. People don't like to read your social media, what you post. People just don't like to read, period. I noticed that American people do not fucking read, okay? They either are remedial, yes, I said remedial, remedial as fuck, or they just poorly read because they don't have time to read, because they have a short attention span, okay? I'm going to give you some real deal shit. When I was eight and nine years old, the biggest thing that we had as big entertainment was satellites or having cable TV if you lived in town. Okay, this is you. You hear the country coming out of my ass? It's gonna fly. We had HBO and Cinemax, okay, and Showtime. Those were the three movie channels that you paid for cable back in the 80s and the 90s. All right, there was no stars, no encore, no none of that shit. Okay, the difference with HBO and Cinemax is that Cinemax like to expand and broaden their horizons when they had foreign movies from different countries they had femme noir movies they had avant-garde movies they had foreign movies and i remember this as an eight and nine year old girl so that was my big exposure from my small little rinky dink ass motherfucking texas town of my broad view of seeing foreign movies speaking in their own language reading sub titles and guess what ladies and gentlemen my ass has a comprehension problem and guess what for me to comprehend a lot of things and stuff i have to reread have to use my imagination and things like that but somehow i didn't get what it was what was written or whatever i read in school but god dang it i can read damn subtitles on foreign movies that would broaden my mind right there to know there is a whole other world with different cultures and different languages and people actually in these countries have movies their movies are a little different from american movies they have a a a, a different um you know cultural ex aspect with it but they all gonna speak in their language and how you translate that to an audience who does not speak the language you have subtitles, okay? So when people get a little bit upset because, oh my God, I, I don't, I, 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 I'm not gonna watch a movie because I have to read. Well, goddamn it, uh, if you don't feel like reading a fucking movie, a foreign movie that um they're speaking their native language and everything, you either can put it on sub or dub or whatever and everything because that shit looks weird and it sounds weird too 
You remember like on those old karate movies when they be sitting there speaking and they dubbing their voice in English and then they stop talking and then like the whole uh, English like, you know, uh, dubbing of the actor just keep on talking. Or they just like say like two in the, the um, English version, they say like three sentences, but you see the actors on that movie speaking their their native language, they still keep talking. And we used to make fun of that. Why would you? I got so sick of looking at that. So you know what? I actually watch movies with subtitles that is in their native language. Okay. It just broadened my horizons. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed or like a fucking genius or whatever, idiot savant or whatever you can call me. I am just regular. I got a regular uh, public education. Uh, I went to a 1A school. Uh, didn't have that many uh, learning resources and stuff. But damn it, uh, I learned how to read fluently with subtitles on foreign movies and that's the reason why I enjoy a foreign movie because of subtitles and it got me to be very interested in different languages uh so let me sip my coffee so if you feel that it is too much of work to fucking read guess what you read all the damn time you're gonna be reading to the day you die so shut the fuck up Another thing is, is that with American remakes, they will, it, it gets lost in translation. They will totally fuck it up. They will fuck everything up. That's what they do. They fuck a good foreign movie to Americanize it so it can be really watched towards the American audience. So that right there is like an insult. You're not off, you, you're not only insulting the foreign movie that was in their language and everything else, you're not insulting them, but you're also insulting the American audience. You're saying this American audience is dumb as hell. Um, they're not going to understand the foreign, uh, uh, the movie and everything because it's in a different language. The way how they uh, do movies is a little bit differently, but we're just going to make it a more, more Americanized and so we can dumb down our audience. So they basically say, Americans, you're dumb as hell. But then again, with the damn subtitles, if you say you can't, you don't like reading subtitles while you're watching movies and shit. So um, how you think how deaf people like enjoy movies? They have to have closed caption and stuff. I actually have some things in closed caption because sometimes I can't hear shit. So when you're going to take a very perfect movie as Train to Busan... And say they're going to make this American version of it. They're going to dumb the shit out of it. They are really going to dumb the shit out of it. They're going to have some regular ass actors and stuff that has been overused and over and over. Very cook. It's going to be cookie cutter. Um, extremely cookie cutter. Um, and not enjoyable. And if you're a real horror enthusiast, you... And you seen Train to Busan? Now, I seen it last year. And when I watched it, I thought, being skeptical, that, ah, it's just going to be just some regular horror movie. Because it had that feel of a George Romeo. And they really did 
a whoever wrote this they really did an, an excellent job of understanding um it had part of like dawn of the dead and night of the living dead of george romeo's um movies and stuff so they understood the assignment and they brought that in to this movie train to busan and i i, I had all of that you had the gore you had the zombies how freakishly how they moved and stuff um you had it to where like how intense the whole train scene i mean you're just you're a nervous wreck when you're watching this movie because you're just like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know you're involved with the story you're more involved with the characters of this movie and i'm going to talk about the characters also so the characters in this movie, wonderful characters, wonderful actors, okay? You had the dad that was the workaholic. He pretty much thought like everything was so perfect and all that shit, but his marriage was crumbling. Um, his daughter was just like, what's the whole point of having my dad when he really doesn't even pay attention to me? He doesn't spend quality time with me. You know, he bought her like a gaming system. She just looked at him like, look, dude, I don't, you don't got me this gaming system. Do you see what you bought? Do you remember that you bought me the same gaming system. Why, why, why are you doing that? Because he, because she knew he was not paying attention to her. So when they went to, on the train to Busan, where they're going into the district of Busan, um, this is supposed to be their father and daughter time until guess what? A big motherfucking zombie outbreak just everywhere. Okay, so. You see these characters interacting with other uh, people on the train. You had like the, the 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 asshole, the antagonist on here. I hated that motherfucker. I'm sitting there screaming and hollering at this damn movie because I hated this character. He caused so much bullshit. I just want to slap the taste out of his mouth. I was like, bitch, you need to turn into a zombie right the fuck now. I hate you. He was a character you can hate. And you hated him until at the end, he bust out, all I just want to get to my mama. He was a big old mama's boy. He was scared. He was afraid. He was, he, when, when the dad and him was having that conversation at the end, and he was just like trying to like, he was like, he was the selfish one because the dad was selfish in the beginning and he had all these emotional changes throughout this whole movie and stuff. The other dude was still the same bullshit ass motherfucker being an asshole until he had that moment and said, look, man, I see what you're doing. You're trying to save everybody, but I don't give a damn about everybody because I want to go see my mama. That's the only person I'm worried about is my mama. That right there softened my face a little bit and I was like god dang I said man you didn't have to be an asshole like that you could have worked together with everybody else so you think an American film writer and a director is going to capture those moments like that even the guy who got bit the dad that got bit and everything and he was remember moments of his daughter being born 
How about the two sisters that was on the train and one of them got bit and everything. And she was like, damn, I got to leave my sister behind because they were sitting there, you know, complaining and talking crazy and talking about the youth. And I totally love how you see that uh, the Korean culture that we never seen, like how the how they react with each other and stuff. It, it, it was it was pure joy to like really enjoy um this movie of showing um different emotions and different characters um in this movie that was very human even the dad i mean oh my god you know what the dad the one that like had the pregnant wife and shit yo i'm gonna say it like this that dude was like a manly man hell i mean he haven't had he had my heart right there i was like baby i was like oh no baby got hurt you know i'm all like that and everything but take it or leave it like it is and stuff. Do you think they can do a good job? Of course not. They can't. They can't replicate that. You know why? Because American movies right now of this of this instance of this time are just making fucking Marvel Universe movies and shit and remakes. To think that we're stupid enough to say, oh, they're, they're making all these remakes. I need to go see them. And, of course, I watched, I tried to watch Suspiria. They did a remake of Suspiria. They changed a little bit of of, of the storyline up. I couldn't watch it. Only Suspiria I can watch is the 1977 one of Suspiria. There it is. And then another thing is that uh, with remakes, and we have seen shitty remakes, okay? If you remember Numi Rapids, all right, she played uh, Dr. Elizabeth Shaw in Prometheus, okay? When I first saw Numi Rapids is in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Girl Who Kicks the Hornet's Nest, etc., because it was made in Sweden. The book is written by a Swedish author. The whole setup of the damn movie takes place in Sweden because it what happened in Sweden it made fucking sense so when they made the American version of that movie with Daniel Craig which I watched I was like this movie is so fucking terrible and they had that Mara Roomba vacuum cleaner roomie whatever her name is I, I don't give a shit at this point the movie was terrible that was the most terrible ass movie I've ever saw and guess what I said, you know what? Numi Rapins is Lisbeth. Not Mara Roomba, Roomba vacuum cleaner. Numi Rapins. Okay? And that's how I recognized Numi is when she was in that movie and I seen Prometheus. I said, oh, look, it's Lisbeth. Like that. Because I watched that movie with the subtitles, I understood it from point A to point B to all the way to Z. And I fucking enjoyed all three of those damn movies, okay? The only movie that actually transpired okay is The Grudge and Juwan. Juwan is a Japanese horror, you know, with ghosts and stuff of the story. And when they did the grudge, the American version of Juwan, guess what? 
They set the Americans in Japan. Why did I say that was okay? It's because it takes place in Japan. You had Buffy Vampire Slayer, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, okay? You had Bill Pullman and everything. You still had the little ass, ugly little, uh, 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 blue ass little ghost boy. And you still had them, oh, uh, mama up all up in there. You still had those same characters that you've seen in Juwan and The Grudge. Case closed. That is the only movie right there that is actually okay because they actually understood the assignment that it must take place in Japan and not in New York or Los Angeles or wherever the fuck it is. Now, another thing is, is how in the hell you going to do a train to Busan American version when we don't even have, like, a lot of rail systems? Long time ago, back in 1817 and all that shit and everything, the railroad system was very, very popular. That's how people travel from different places and stuff in the United States. Guess what? People fly planes or they drive cars. It makes sense over there in different countries like Europe. They have their systems and stuff. And also in Korea and other places to have a rail system and everything. So how the fuck you gonna have this movie? Only thing I can think of is my country ass version of this. There is a train I hear 15 to 17 miles away, and I can hear it way down in these damn woods. So when I go through this little rinky-dink-ass town, and I get caught up, and there's a train going through. There's the Union Pacific. There's carrying uh, supplies and all kinds of stuff. You see so many people having, like, putting their graffiti, their little uh, gang shit and everything on these train cars. On these train, yeah train cars so you see graffiti from the west coast and some of them like in new mexico and different places because that train been everywhere so you see graffiti but if they like take the concept to start say like they start hypothetically saying that like you know there was a homeless man on train to busan so what if we like take that homeless man and we put him in a train car and he's a drifter and He gets bit somewhere, you know, on this train ride. So when there's something in the in the way of the tracks and stuff, and it's really very, very small town, and and the conductor comes out like, oh look, there's something out there on the train tracks. I have to stop. So he's getting out, and then here comes the homeless man, the drifter bites the conductor and then the conductor wanders around and bites somebody else in the small town but he's gonna have to knock on people's doors and everything because a lot of people in small towns do not be around out at night late is 11 o'clock and then all of a sudden boom then you have like the whole zombie apocalypse thing but it's in a small town Okay, that's that's my version of it, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to do this shit, I guess, whatever, um, doesn't make sense. Does not make sense whatsoever. Mm. It don't. It don't. Never in a million years that I would be ranting about something that is a perfect, beautiful movie in that, like, 
of course, American have to bastardize it. A lot of times, American um, society and culture who doesn't understand or appreciate um, movies that are foreign or, you know, they can't take it to where they say, oh, look at this. Maybe we need to put this on streaming service or maybe we need to introduce to a, to American audiences to say, hey, this is like, can you like appreciate how the way how this movie um, is, it's in a different language. Um, yes, there's subtitles, but yes, if you want to dub it, that's okay. That's cool with you. But why can't we do stuff like that? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I like when I watch a movie in its original form. I don't care what language it is. I like to watch movies. I like to be entertained in its original form. But when you start to like water it down and bastardize uh, uh, something that is perfectly perfect, then you are the problem you are the problem you are the problem right there um another thing is is that like with hollywood of all of the movies um zombie movies that we've seen uh, all of the action movies they're gonna make this like a total big ass action flick um you know like in zombie movies and stuff you always gotta shoot them in the head and all that bullshit right there but remind you that like the walking dead actually um have where you had michonne with the samurai swords you had them with uh bows and arrows and crossbows you know uh what's their character name the one with the racist brother and stuff um daryl you had daryl with his crossbows and everything you had like you know uh, a lucille which was like a bat wrapped around in like bob wire You've seen um, how they use other resources um, other than guns because it was like, I don't have a gun, but guess what? I'm going to pick up something and I'm going to dot them in their, like, you know, head or whatever, break their neck off or something like that. You know, you can even see, like, in The Walking Dead, they actually use their fists and all kinds of stuff and everything to, like, whoop the zombies' asses. It's the same thing in Train to Busan. They had so many limited resources on that train. They did, they maneuvered through those cars with intelligence, instinct, being careful. They calculated, especially that the zombies in Train to Busan couldn't see in the dark. So, when they figured that out, they're like, oh, we figured this out. They can't see. So, whenever the train goes through one of the tunnels, they can move from car to car without making a noise. You seen that the homeless dude was sitting there, you know, like he was on the monkey bars and shit, you know, trying to come through, you know, from the zombies, you know what I'm saying, when it went into the tunnel, dark tunnel. So you have uh, these things in Train to Busan that there's not enough resources to kill them. You know, uh, they, they did punch him. There was a baseball team there. Um, he used his bat. They, you know, to just knock him out and everything like he's Jackie Robertson and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They used their smarts. They, they did a lot of things like that. 
even like the really hot, you know, dad, dad, you know, the sexy manly dad and everything, um, protecting his pregnant wife and unborn child, he used a lot of brute force. And, and I'm telling you, I cried whenever he told him to go on and everything. And he like sacrificed. I said, hey, that man ain't gonna see his baby and stuff. You know, he ain't gonna see his wife. But I'm gonna tell you this that down, his wife that's pregnant there, that I don't know what kind of strong placenta that she had, but I was like, all that running as a pregnant woman, hold on. I was like, God dang, she a strong ass chick like that. She was, she was trying to survive though. She was trying to survive. But. When you have that, and then you're going to have, like, they're going to put some guns. There's going to be some guns on the on the plane. Not the plane. Snakes on the plane or whatever. They're going to, like, try to, like, change it up. You know, well, I have a gun, and it has, like, three bullets. They're going to do some bullshit like that. They are definitely going to do some bullshit like that. So, I'm just like, y'all need to take an L. Don't do this movie. And then another point I'm going to make is the zombie changing. You know how, like, in typical zombie movies, they, like, when you get bit, it may be, like, 30 minutes or some shit like that. Sometimes, you know, like in The Walking Dead, you know, you Herschel, when he got bit, you know, he got infected, they cut off his, was it his arm or leg or something like that to stop the spread of the zombie um, virus. This right here, you're instantly just like a zombie. Just like that, there ain't no cutting off no limbs. There ain't no uh, 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 cauterizing the, the wound or none of that shit. You just, you, you, it could be a baby scratch. It could be a pee-pee touch of a zombie. And your ass is definitely instantly a zombie. This is not the type of zombies that... We see and 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 all that, and I love zombie makeup. It's very extraordinary. I I love of uh, the the creative imagination of having flesh looking dead. But these type of zombies more look sickly. You know, they're 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 infected and stuff like that. They when you change and everything, you know, you're you just look like a sick ass like methadone clinic. You know, like client or some shit like that. And you're just, you're like, wow, that, you're just like, you know what, I don't even want to, you're like, damn, if there was a zombie outbreak like that, and I was stuck on the train, I was like, you know what, I got got, I got, I got got, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't matter, pee pee touch, a fingernail scratch, or just a, just a little, little kiss like that, you're instantly a zombie, so how is like, they gonna recreate that, they can't. They definitely can't. But to wrap it all up, to sum up everything of what I just said, um, you can't duplicate duplicate the emotion, the uh, raw human condition of the characters in this movie. Um, Americans cannot duplicate that. I think we're... I don't know. I have, I have empathy and compassion and all that stuff. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I hope y'all do have that. Um, they cannot duplicate 
a lot of the scenes that um was happening there's no such thing as just like this long uh train uh you know to like really uh get the action and the mood going to like bring that like that that intensity that oh my gosh you know uh going on with train to busan because we really don't even have that unless you have a stage coach or something like that <laughs> then again um the actors um i have not seen any actor that really just can pull something like this off um Korean actors have a different flavor from American actors. They really do. They really do. You can't pull this off in thinking like it's going to translate to an American audience if you make a a remake, an American version of this. It's it's corny. It's stupid. It's it's asinine. It's pure D uh we just want to just make copies uh, uh make a copy of this movie because you know of all this going on the pandemic ding 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 ding, ding and all that shit and they're probably going to put like Zack Snyder on it or some shit like that because he did that whole Vegas zombie movie um you know all of that shit so they're probably like looking for something that's like real fast paced you know, train to, to, to Texas, or, uh, 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 subway station to Los Angeles, or it can be, like, something, like, off of speed, they can put it on a bus, like, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, or some shit like that, <laughs> or, like, they can put it on a Greyhound bus, like, starting from, like, Los Angeles, and then it's, like, coming, like, from different, uh cities and stuff where like greyhound buses they could be like a greyhound station like drop off and everything i could yeah they're gonna do some dumb shit like that basically watch they're gonna do some dumb shit like that i'm not gonna watch it and it's gonna be trash and if you're one of those people who think like oh man i can't wait you know, if they made an American version of Train to Busan, you know, I could understand it's going to be, like, way fucking better. Then you are purity trash. You are fucking trash. And you have no taste in any type of horror movie from here to foreign or international. You are a fucking poser. You are. You are a fucking poser. If you like stuff like this and you like for uh, uh, an American version to really uh, disrespect Train to Busan, you are definitely trash ass and you are fucking dusty. I rest my damn case. But anyways, y'all, I am fixing to go to bed and I got a big headache and I'm glad I relieved all my tension. I got my hair done. I'm trying to look pretty for this podcast. I wish I could see uh, my silk press with my damn curls because it's like flip, 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 flop, 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 flop. I'm doing my little white girl like flips and shit like that. But anyways, I thank you for listening and I thank you for all 
of your support and everything, and I love you. And I am your horror podcast host, Keisha Lacey, and this is the Random Horror Show, and y'all have a wonderful night. And also, shout, give me a shout out on our Facebook page at the Random Horror Show, or on my IG, Texas Horror Babe, on IG, on Instagram, and tell me what you think, and y'all have a good night.